What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard in business, they're dead meat. Welcome to Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea. We're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go all the way back to things that scared you during your childhood. On Twitter last week, I asked you guys to email me with things, specifically movies or TV shows, whatever, that scared you as a kid. And... Holy crap. I got over 500 emails, probably maybe 600 now, because some of them I just, I had to stop tallying them up because there were so many. Yeah. (laughs) So what I did was I I took all of your answers and I put them in a spreadsheet so I could count how many times each one showed up. Yeah. And I organized them all into categories. So we've got our heavy hitters, which these are movies that far and away were just like heads above the rest of any other answer in terms of how many times they showed up. Just these movies really dramatized all of you. And they were pretty much the answers you would expect to show up. Are you looking at it right now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I have another tier where it's kind of the next level down. Still enough for it to be notable. I got these movies answered several times by people, but it's like another another tier down of how frequently they occurred. Then I have just a category of characters that scared people, like specific people or characters in things. And I made an I made an honorable honorable mentions category for movies like you said where all right, these are still technically horror movies, but it did strike me how often these showed up in terms of specifically scaring move like scaring people as kids. Yeah. Yeah. Where there may be movies that well, I mean, you just got three here. Gremlins and Jurassic Park are movies that you show kids. Exactly. That's why yeah. I put them here. It's like, okay, they're still, like, I would count them as horror movies, but they're still movies where I, you know, kids went to go see them. Yeah, the kid-friendly horror But they're horror terrifying, movies. and mm-hmm. I was terrified of, of both of those as a kid. The third one on there, the It miniseries. Yes. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not for children. For children, but There's like... There's a character that commits suicide, like... True. Is that halfway through? Uh, it's at the end of the first part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Not for kids, but... But, but, I mean, as a kid, uh, 1990 was too early for me. I, I was only born the year prior. But growing up, we would watch the Stephen King miniseries as a family, like all the various mm-hmm. other miniseries that came out during the late 90s. So, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And it was always the one where it was like, I didn't watch it for a long time because it was supposed to be the scariest thing. Yeah. And then I watched it and it was He's like, not really. it's not. Tim Curry <laughs> is, is scary. I think he, no one can argue. He seems like such a loose cannon that I love. <laughs> yeah. I just love his take on that character. I have an underrated category of one <laughs> that I <laughs> it showed up a few times, and I felt very vindicated when this showed up because I have talked about this thing before, and no one ever knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Then I also have a things I love category where these are so weird, and these are these are the answers where. This is what I was craving for this because this is a category of things that are just objectively not supposed to be scary (laughs) and yet frightened people in a way that I think is so hilarious. So that's going to be my favorite category. So I'll save that'll be our dessert for the end. Okay. I also have some of your emails in in full that I'm going to read because they made me laugh so hard. So 
Okay, let's go through our heavy hitters. Do you want to start? Because it's a movie I know you like. I watched this movie so much as a kid that, uh, yeah, I I probably had it memorized at some point. Brave Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster. Which is a movie you had only, you you didn't watch a lot. I saw it as a kid. I know I've seen it before. It must have left zero impression. And then we watched a scene from it and you called it ugly. I think it looks disgusting. And uh, you said you had no interest in it. I can feel people turning the podcast off. (laughs) Even the even that song I showed you? you it's didn't... a bad song. No, it was a cool song. B-movie? It's like a movie. It's a B-movie show. It was like kind of disco-y and it was talking about I Frankenstein guess, and but stuff. It, but it's ju- I'm just watching a bunch of appliances. That's fun and creative. I guess. I just think it's that. It's if that- Pixar did it. A people lot of a lot of Pixar people worked on this. This is a pre-Pixar Pixar creation. Which, yeah, you think about it. Yeah, it's objects coming to life, and their boy is missing. <laughs> they miss their boy. I love this so much. You as had a kid. that little you know electric second- blanket. It's like he was our master. He was the little baby, and he had the gruff I vacuum do think, cleaner. I do think that the electric blanket's very cute. He was cute. I do also appreciate that the air conditioner in this clip that everyone said scared them mm. is played by phil hartman who doing is a jack nicholson doing a jack nicholson <laughs> impression which point okay fine points for brave little toaster because that's <laughs> i love it and i love that the air conditioner says verbatim the line what are you gonna do suck, suck me, me to, to death? death why don't you just shut off Hey, I'm real scared there, Kirby. What are you gonna do? Suck me to death? So, okay, points. Yeah, it's a fun. It's uh, I I remember it being very dark and not pulling punches when it came to like depictions of scary things, like the song I showed you mm-hmm. with the the like deformed experimental things, kind of like out of Sid. Uh, oh, Sid's it's like the Joan. The Joan. It's not Joan Rivers, but it's a Joan Rivers impression. Yeah, like those characters. Yeah. And then I didn't show you because your interest had just fallen completely <laughs> off a cliff. I was done. Yeah. The other song that I wanted to show you was like it's near the end. They're in a junkyard mm-hmm. and they have to avoid being crushed into cubes. And cars are singing like uh, junk cars are singing about how they're gonna get, cr- and then they get crushed. Like you see cool, characters yeah. who are singing die. It's like Toy Story three. They're Only if they like... had the guts to go through with it. That would be the best. Brave little toaster. That's like that. Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen it, but that video where that guy was showing Toy Story three to his family. Oh, he yeah. edited it so it ends where they go into that furnace. Yeah, he made the the credits come out right that as they the go best. into. And his mom was just like, like, "What?" That's a prank where I'll often that's think I'm just genius. over pranks in general. But then a, someone will do something like that where it's just really it's good. It's so good, dude. And he and he's like, isn't that messed up? Isn't, yeah, man. Isn't that messed up? <laughs> uh, also, I just want to note, Brave Little Toaster had a sequel where they went to the moon. Shut the fuck up, really? I never saw it. How'd they go to the moon? I don't know. I never saw it. Or was it Mars? They went into either outer way, space. No, either way, that's not the issue. It's the fact that they went to... Oh, <laughs> oh the really? Mars? Because there are some degrees of travel issues between the moon <laughs> no, and Mars, No, but I'm just saying, Chelsea. like, oh, Mars. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Like, no, the fact that they somehow get rocketed into space. Maybe it's a future where we uh, we build that trash elevator. Oh. Which I hope happens. It's never going to happen, but... <laughs> If I'm president, we're building a trash elevator. Next is Ernest Scared Stupid, mm-hmm. which I didn't really watch the Ernest movies. I didn't watch up. him either. I he he wasn't my favorite. He seems like a nice guy. It's Jim Varney. Yeah, speaking Jim Varney of Pixar. Seems, yeah. Oh, there you he's go. Our, he's Slinky Dog. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we're going to just connect all of these back to Pixar somehow. Yeah, I didn't really watch him. Uh, I wish I had. He seems like a cool, he seems like a good, kind-hearted, like, uh, uh, working-class figure to yeah. me out of the clips he's that I've watched. He's a Mr. Magoo kind of Mr. Fuck up. Bean, maybe? He's kind of a He's fuck a up. bit more verbose than Mr. Bean. Definitely. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Bean has a vocabulary of, like, three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the clip that apparently a lot of people said was this troll in the bed, which Every we watched this it scared emailed. me, dude. It's, it's kind of the kids' version of Mulholland Drive. There's nothing under the bed. There's nothing under the bed. There's nothing under the bed. Because God, yeah. she's sitting there telling her mom there's something under the bed. There's this mm-hmm. whole scene you know lead up where they're talking to each other mm-hmm. about like the scary thing that you don't see. And so this dread is building. Only in this case, it's not actually under the bed. She turns her over in bed and it's there. And yeah. it looks hideous. It's nasty. It's, it's a gross. super close up of this troll. I think that whole movie has a lot of um, puppets and creepy critters i think that's a uh through line with a lot of these is creepy looking puppets Mm -hmm. and creepy looking uh either stop motion animation or early cg animation freaks a lot of people out with good cause bad cg is weird it is weird early most early cg is bad yeah yeah next up on the list speaking of puppets we got et yeah scared a lot of people different parts of et also there's a lot of freaky shit in that movie. The hazmat guys, right? The hazmat guys, for sure. That freaked me out as a kid. Um, it's from the end where the government realizes that they have an alien at their house. And so the kitchen has all these sheets all over it. And you see a guy in a hazmat suit just kind of come through the door wall. And it's so scary. Uh, also, the beginning. And I remember when I was a kid. This this is the thing that the first time I tried watching E.T. as a kid, um, my babysitter had to shut it off. Because it's the thing that scared me is when... Elliot first meets E.T. in the field. And you haven't really seen what E.T. looks like yet. And so just this noise out of nowhere and Elliot is screaming and E.T. is screaming. And it's just too much for me and a lot of kids. And now it's like maybe my favorite Spielberg. I love E.T. so much. Except for the terminal. Oh, yeah, the terminal. Number one Spielberg. (laughs) Everyone's favorite Spielberg movie, The Terminal. <laughs> Next, we have another alien movie, Mars Attacks. Ack, ack. Ack, 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 ack. The aliens in this also scared me as a kid. I saw a trailer for it when this movie came out. When was that? Like mid-90s? Yeah, there was a trailer for it in front of something, and oh boy, I did not appreciate those aliens they're scary they're scary as fuck although we oh man we went and watched this movie pretty recently and i was dismayed to realize that the aliens are mostly cg in this movie Mm -hmm. and it sucks yeah they look bad they look like they don't look the worst but it would have been better as but it also would have been expensive there's so many of them running around it's Tim Burton. He had money. I guess. And it's cool when they are practical, like the the lady alien in the dress where she's kind of oh, yeah. swaying she's around. Like she's really the gum scary. Chewing. Yeah. They're scary, yeah. They're like when it's when they're practical, there's such good creepy bits to that movie. But overall, man, that movie stinks. 
Jack Nicholson's good. I was disappointed in it when we watched it recently because I watched it a lot as a kid and really liked it. I think this the the moment that uh, stands out to me as being scared when I was a kid was when it kills the president Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. by like they go to shake hands and the hand comes off mm-hmm. and like stabs him in the mm-hmm. back and I I remember just being like he wasn't supposed to die yeah and, like he was being nice yeah <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah that betrayal mm-hmm. that really. <laughs> Cut me yeah. deep, man. I do like the yeah, I like the look of the aliens though, and I, I get that they're supposed to be based on these like, you know, kind of pulp comic covers and trading mm-hmm. cards specifically, I think they're based on where it's these sets of trading cards with these like events that happen during this alien invasion. They're very uh, pulpy. Okay. Uh can't forget how stacked that cast is too. It's a good cast. Real young Jack Black. Who gets yeah. killed like right away? He's like he, a minor fucking character. Yeah, because this yeah. was before. I think it was before. Uh, what was it? Uh, fucking High Fidelity was kind of his mm-hmm. first like launching role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker's head gets put on a dog. Oh yeah, it's her and uh, who's the guy she's in love with? Is it Alec Baldwin or? Should I forget? Fuck. Who else is in it? There's Tom Jones running around. Tom Danny Jones DeVito's in there. How did I forget? Yeah, dude. There's so many people in that cast. There's too many damn people. Natalie in Portman's in it. Is she really? Yeah, like super young Natalie we Portman. We just watched this too. And it's I don't insane. How I think many I was super cast, checked out, man. though. Yeah. I'd start with Jack Nicholson either not trying or trying really hard. It was I can't both tell. at the same time. It was <laughs> fascinating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he also played the yeah, two different roles. I was going to say because he's two different characters. Yeah, he's like a cowboy businessman. <laughs> it's, yeah. Might be worth watching just for that role of his. Yeah. Even in a time of so-called intergalactic emergency, the people still want to roll and move. Next up, we have Never Ending Story. I never watched this. Man, I've never seen it. Either. I've never seen it ever. Yeah. Is it 80s? Mm-hmm. Is that why? It's that late 80s like... It was just too it old might for have, me, maybe? Yeah, I, it was either late 80s or early 90s. I just think, you know what? It might have been one where I, I would have been the right age for it because I had friends who really liked it, but I know both of my parents hate fantasy shit, um, <laughs> oh, especially yeah, my do. mom. My mom does not like fantasy stuff. She hates, like, I think her idea of hell is just a run fair forever. <laughs> um, she thinks that she had a past life where she was murdered at the Crusades or something. Oh, She's I thought like, you were gonna say murdered at the uh, at, at, at a Ryan Fair, Fair yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just mugged at her <laughs> Fair and murdered. But to me, it just—I feel like I always thought it looked old. That too, it's very '80s looking. But I like Labyrinth, so. Yeah, but I didn't even watch Labyrinth until I was like in high school, and then oh, really? I, and then I just like appreciate it for how weird it was. Oh no, Labyrinth! Bowie. I watched as a kid. Oh okay, that one I think got a pass because David Bowie was in it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the clip we watched. Yeah, it's this horse just fucking dying in a swamp. That looks real sad. Artax, I think. Artax, you're sinking! Come on, turn around! You have to now. It's the main character with he's got his horse, and I think it's the it's like the swamp of. It's the never-ending swamp of never-ending sorrows, something like that. It's yeah, some just bullshit a miserable like place. And yeah, this horse just gets sucked down in the swamp. And I, at the end, though, the horse comes back. It's revived. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right? Have some balls, never-ending story. <laughs> and it's a German-produced movie, too. You'd think like, the Germans would, would like stick it on and be like, no, <laughs> the horse is dead. <laughs> I, I like how the clip we watched also ties into just every, every child's uh, fear of quicksand. Every kid, I was afraid of quicksand. Oh, yeah, dude. Every kid I know, I don't know if it was if it was our age group or just in general, but um, every kid is afraid of quicksand. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why. Quicksand and tornadoes. Well, tornadoes, fuck yeah, they were scary. They're so shit. scary. But yep, I don't know why we were so afraid of quicksand because where are we ever gonna run into any of it? <laughs> but, uh, an American child probably has a higher likelihood of dying from grain engulfment than yeah. Oh, quicksand. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is a very real fear I have. Not that <laughs> it's something I can avoid. You know, yeah. it's not really a real fear. It's not like flying where I have to fly places, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a legitimate fear. But grain silos, I can just not go in those, and I'll be fine. <laughs> Next one, um, my favorite movie of all time. Hell yeah! And I mean, like it's it's my favorite yeah, it's movie. A damn good pick. It's, yes, Pee Wee's Big Adventure scared the bejesus out of so many of you, myself included. Lots of different parts of this too I large marge large marge is the number one large marge if you haven't seen peewee's big adventure is and this is what i love about it too is it's like an american kind of road trip movie or not even road trip it's almost like the american version of the odyssey but not <laughs> oh brother where art thou which is the american version of the odyssey but it really is he's like on this journey and meets this weird cast of characters as it's he so goes good. from coast to coast oh, and it's such, so good it's so good so large marge is a woman who he's hitchhiking and she's a trucker who picks him up and she starts telling him the scary story on this very night 10 years ago along the same stretch of road in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. She starts telling him this scary story, and she gets to the end, and she turns around, and her face is this fucking claymation nightmare done by the Kyoto brothers we of Killer, Killer Clowns. Clowns face. I, it was so great to finally meet them, and... Right off the bat, tell them that that was something that scared... I'm sure they hear it all the time, but that scared the shit out of me as a kid. And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be on at some point. I'm trying to figure out a date with them, but yep. That and the the clown in the parking lot near the beginning, Pee Wee ties up his bike to this oh, yeah. this animatronic clown that's standing there and waving. And then when he comes back out and his bike is gone, he looks up and the clown this has this right evil now. face. <laughs> Next, Pinocchio. Dude, fuck yeah. Pinocchio's scary. Those kids get turned into donkeys, mm-hmm. and that's it for them. That's the part everyone was. Fuck yeah. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Yeah. These when kids... they're all crying for their mama. Yeah. Yeah. And you never see them get saved. Nope. No, they're, <laughs> they're just off fucking. To the salt mines. <laughs> yeah. Mama! The other thing, and there were a few emails about this too, but this was the thing from Pinocchio that scared me. For some reason, Pleasure Island did not register to me as super traumatized. I think because I didn't understand the weight of it, but Monstro fucked my shit up. Monstro is very scary, yeah. Because Monstro's animation is just incredible and overwhelming. Pinocchio in general is like... the best animated thing. It is, yeah. Pinocchio literally is that, and I would say Sleeping Beauty... There's no other comparison in terms of how much money was spent on the animation. Effort. And and there never will be again. Never no, we'll never ever ever see anything like it ever again. Very importantly, there was money available now, almost unlimited money (laughs) to pursue perfection in a way that hadn't been the case before. 
There was a, a crazy madman of a guy named Josh Metter who was the effects animator on a lot of that Monstro sequence. If you look at the Monstro sequence, you think, oh yeah, well, so we're gonna do the sequence with a whale and he's gonna swallow our stars, but he's gonna jump around for a while and you wanna see a water splash? Well, great, we'll show you a water splash, but we'll show it to you from three quarters of an angle and we'll have it splash up at the screen and we'll recreate nature and these wave crashes. The fearlessness of Pinocchio and the artistry is what impresses me. And Josh Metter was as much of a hero of Pinocchio as anyone else. Next up, we have Return to Oz. Which I was, never watched this. I want to watch this with you because I watched this a lot growing up and I really liked it. The clips we watched were pretty cool. Yeah, I, I remember this was one where I saw it in a video store and picked it because I thought the cover was cool. Right. And that was it. And mm -hmm. I'm glad I did. I rented it a bunch of times after that because... Yeah, I think it was like a Pee-wee's Big Adventure type feeling where it was scary, but I had a fun time with it. It does seem a little dark. It is dark. Is that supposed to be a uh, 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 Dorothy? Yes. Okay. Why yep. is she younger? She's not. Well, I think they. I think she's 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 not younger. Judy Garland is an older person playing a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Dorothy is a little kid. She's like a little kid? How old was Judy Garland when she was in know, it? I don't know, man. I don't she, know that. I mean, I haven't seen head. it, but I feel like she was like a 20-year-old or like kind of close. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a unofficial sequel to the movie. It's why you got, I think the ruby slippers are in this. this there are silver slippers in the books. Yeah. So this is a sequel unofficially to that original movie. Apparently... I did not know this. This is a Disney-produced movie. It's a Disney movie, Return to Oz. Um, the, then the original was not. No, no, no. That was Warner Brothers. So what yeah. happened was Disney got the rights to Wizard of Oz in the 50s, I think. And they just didn't really do anything with it. And this, this, the ownership was about to run out in the 80s. So they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Just make a Wizard of Oz, whatever. So they made this crazy-ass movie. And apparently in Disneyland Paris, their version of the storybook boats... Yeah. has the version of Oz in it from this movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's fun. But the thing people were scared of was the wheelers. Yeah, those wheelers were scary and looked like it would be uncomfortable for their backs. Yeah, they're these guys who are... I'm trying to think of how to explain it. It's, it's like they're leaning over and their arms are as long as their legs and then all four of their limbs have roller blades Yeah, on. it's like they have stilts on each of their limbs yeah. and there's wheels at the end of the stilts and they're rolling around and cackling and they yeah. have masks on the top of their heads. They look down and there's a face but then they look up and it's their face and oh. they're chasing Dorothy around and it's fucking scary. <laughs> Come here, chicken! <laughs> Scary stuff. That and Princess Mumby, who is the is princess. The with, yeah, she has a whole collection of heads that she just takes on and off. And she tries to kidnap Dorothy so she can have her as a head when she's older. Next up, we've got the Grinch, specifically the Jim Carrey Grinch. Which yeah. That makes me think, okay, a lot of you are a bit younger, I just think. Just a few years. Yeah, that's true. that's what, 2001? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the Grinch. I like the Grinch. I think the Grinch is a solid movie. I kind of like it too. I think that it's a Christmas, fine movie. The, the live action? Yes. I think it's fine too. It's, yeah, I think they commit to what they're doing there and Jim Carrey gives it his all. Yeah. And uh, I, I will defend I know, the Grinch. I don't hate it. I mean, granted, I hate most Christmas movies. This is one I don't hate. And so I'll watch it. 
Yeah. You know? It's got baby Grange. <laughs> That's true. It does have baby Grange. We literally bought a <laughs> plush we have baby, a baby Grange. Grinch. Weirdly, the original animated Grinch, there was a part in that that scared me a ton as a kid. That one was scary because the voice. The, yeah, yeah. The Boris Karloff, dude. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in that where it's when he's coming down the hill and Max is attached to the front of the sled and the Grinch just comes right at the camera yeah. and his eyes are right there. That, nope, mm-mm, I did not, <laughs> didn't like that. Next we have The, the Witches. The Witches, fuck yeah. You should talk about The Witches. I watched that. I've never seen yeah, dude, we should watch it because yeah. it's uh it's widely acclaimed, I believe. And I watched it a bunch as a kid and remember being fucking scared of mm-hmm. it because it's uh, I think it takes place in like a hotel, which is it adds to the eeriness of it that it's not like a, a place that's like a house or a home or even a neighborhood. I feel like it's in kind of a remote hotel, almost The Shining-esque, mm-hmm. if my memory serves correct. But Angelica Houston is the main witch and she is fucking awesome always she's always awesome uh but as a head witch she's great but yeah it's uh they're they're hideous when they're not looking like angelica houston you saw it in the trailer just Mm -hmm. like they look like goblins kind of and then they turn kids into mice yeah who are just running around and uh i think they cut off the the kid's tail after he turns into a mice uh mouse so it's it's scary it's uh definitely like oh dangerous it feels dangerous Feels very dangerous as a kid yeah. who who spies upon and learns about these witches and then gets punished for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, Angelica Houston in that, she her acting career, she plays all the roles that I would want to play if I were an actor pretty yeah. much. Like that and Captain EO, which you haven't seen because that is never open when we're at Disney and also probably won't be there anymore because of that Michael Jackson documentary yep. that came <laughs> yep, out yep, yep. reminding everyone of things. But she is like the villain in that and she's Morticia, Morticia and she just has- She's in Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, she's kind of got this. Yeah, her her type casting is kind of what I aspire to, I think. I think you have the same aura. Yeah. Powerful. Cool. <laughs> I like that. We've got Who Framed Roger Rabbit up next. Understandable. The judge specifically, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and, and putting tunes in the dip and mm-hmm. shit. That movie's scary. When I killed your brother, I talked just with me. Next up, we have Willy Wonka, the oh, original that fucking tunnel with scene. Gene Wilder. Yep, that tunnel scene. Everything about this movie. I got it's kids disappearing or possibly yeah. Oh, dying. Yeah, kids yeah. being murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because in the book, I remember you do see afterwards that the kids are alive, and they do that in the the Johnny Depp version too. Yeah. You see them like walking out. Because what happens? I forget if this is the case in the Johnny Depp one too, but in the book, when you realize the kids are fine, they're still all like. Uh, Augustus is all stretched out because yeah. he's been in the tubes and Veruca is or not Veruca um, Viola is still blue but she's been drained so oh, she's yeah. not a big blueberry anymore but... yeah that's how it is in the giant up one you okay see him, like, yeah yeah, yeah. Out, like, but deformed. this version Gene Wilder might have just murdered all he might have just kids. murdered them because he's fucking insane <laughs> he's, yeah he he's so good at playing this Guy with a few screws loose, but you still love him. Like I, you, like you want to trust him, yeah. but part of you is like, can I? Yeah, can I, Willie? But I, yeah, I. That movie's so great. Yeah, yeah. the tunnel, the tunnel freaked me out as a kid too. Because scared everyone. There's footage. There's footage of like a chicken getting its head cut off. Yeah. <laughs> like what the. 
Mark. There's no earthly way of knowing. <laughs> He's singing. Which direction we are going. There's no knowing where we're rowing. Going. Or which way the river's flowing. Last but not least in our heavy hitters category is Wizard of Oz. I guess that's got a lot of dark stuff, right? Oh, yeah. I, think, I haven't seen it in a long time. I think Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz is also a movie I love. I think it's like a pretty much perfect movie. It's very good. Um, Wizard of Oz, yeah, it's, I think that's a classic in terms of ones that have scared, it scared kids for- The flying monkeys, right? The flying monkeys, the winkies, the trees. Oh, the winkies, the trees? Oh, no, no the, the winkies, winkies are, are the guards. guards yeah. The witch in general. How about a little fire, Scarecrow? I was particularly scared of the tornado that picks up the house. Again, mm-hmm. kids are scared it's of tornadoes, tornadoes, man. And that movie didn't help. Yep, that house getting picked up and the witch is outside. We all know Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Freddy Krueger does an impression of it. That's so. right, yeah. <laughs> you know you've made it. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little soul, too. <laughs> next tier. This is the next tier. This is our next tier down of still pretty consistently uh, emailed to me, but not as much as that first group. First up on this list is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, specifically the child catcher. Cherry pies, cream puffs, ice cream, treacle tarts, treacle tarts, and ice cream, and all free. Come along, kitty winkies. So I, I saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as a kid, and I don't really remember it, so I had to go watch a clip of this guy, and... We were both watching it, and I was like, dude, I could watch this whole movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have such a, a weakness for movie musicals that are family-friendly and from that period of the 60s or whenever that came out, like Pete's Dragon yeah, and li- Mary Poppins and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the child catcher is a guy, so it's this kingdom where kids aren't allowed and this guy runs around in the street with lollipops and candy i like how he prances about it's great it's so funny yeah dude. the physicality is so good and he's real scary when he lures a kid into his little his carriage that looks like a it looks like one of those crack not a cracker jack animal crackers um circus train things but as soon as the kids get inside he locks the door and the sides of it fall away and it's just a fucking cage it's great weirdly i i did not know this chitty chitty bang bang the movie was co-written by roald Dahl. speaking of Willy wonka and it was based on a book by ian fleming oh yeah <laughs> like, author of james bond yeah yeah i didn't realize he wrote anything as prolific or as you know that has name recognition besides james bond but this movie was produced by um what's his face broccoli oh albert broccoli albert broccoli yep. who yeah broccoli and salazar i think was the other guy uh who produced most of the the bond pretty movies, much all of the yeah. james bond movies yeah yeah Weird. I didn't know they were doing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was originally uh, supposed to be supposed to be a Bond movie. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Although that'd be Connery. This was 60s. Yeah. Yeah, it'd when be Connery. Was, who was next? Well, you got... Uh, Lazenby? Uh, Lazenby for one of them. Yeah, that's okay. Which might have been around here. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> it might have been a Lazenby. His... It might have been a Lazenby jam, yeah. Yeah. As long as it's not more. 
Nexus Coraline. I I was too old to be scared by this. But. Too old to be scared, but still recognized it as a creepy thing. Oh, yeah. The I, buttons I, in the eyeballs. This is what I had a hard time with because I, I almost put it in the honorable mentions category because it seems like such a movie that's trying to be creepy. It is. Yeah. But it's also first and foremost a kids movie i think it's it's a good uh yeah i think entry entry level scary movie yeah it's a scary movie yeah it's the uh the thing that freaks people out is the fake parents and the button eyes and all there's also they might be giant song making up a song about Coraline. she's a peach she's a doll she's a pal of mine we got dumbo the pink elephants on parade also freaked me out as a kid yeah i forgot dumbo was also on here we it's were just such talking a fucking about trip. it and yeah. i guess uh i'm sure Pooh and the, hef- the oh, heffalumps and, and woozles. woozles which is just pink elephants part two a little bit yeah right? look out look out pink elephants on parade here they come Pack-a-derm. Pack-a-derms. Oh my god. If you go see is that that part has to still be in Fantasia. There, I, think. I think when Fantasmic. we saw it, Fantasmic, uh when we saw it after it was updated, they still had the pack. Okay, so yell. if you go see Fantasmic at Disneyland, you will hear one of my favorite <laughs> covers of any song ever. They have a pink elephant segment of that show, but it's this guy, it is a like it's like power metal. <laughs> yeah, it really is like a power metal. Like we've got electric guitar and he is wailing pink elephants. And he at one point just goes, back just, <laughs> it just starts shredding. It's so, so good. It's our favorite part of that because it makes us laugh so hard. Yeah, it's great. Great Mouse Detective next. Ugh. This is another animation I put in the category of ugly 80s animation. No, Brave Little Toaster is different. I disagree. <laughs> I just Great Mouse Detective and uh, what like Black Cauldron. Yeah, those ugly. Although animations. I love Black Cauldron, ironically. Ironically, yeah. And it's you know you got the the uh, horned king is pretty fucking cool. That's it, dude. The rest of that movie <laughs> fucking sucks so much when we're really not hard. making D and D jokes about it. It <laughs> like, does suck really hard. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, Great Mouse Detective, and it's the part where in the beginning the the girl mouse gets kidnapped yeah, the bat with the awful fucking horrendous voice God, i can't watch that movie it sucks that vincent movie. price is in it vincent but he's price doing a is... stupid voice yeah but he's also the best part the yeah good part we've gone all over all these points and drunk disney the great mouse detective featuring friend of us, Nick Scarderazzi. That was with Nick. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's mm-hmm. probably an extra sloppy episode. Then. <laughs> yeah, Nick gets a sloppy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Next is the Harry Potter series in general. Okay. Again, ones we were too old to be scared by. Yeah. We got we got Fluffy, the big dog, is scaring people with the three heads. Okay. Coral's face on the back of Voldemort's head that's when he takes creepy. off that turban. Mm-hmm. Them taking that potion to morph into uh crab and goyle and when hermione turns into the cat basically any elements from the harry potter movies where there's shitty cgi is when people are getting freaked out well yeah the quidditch (laughs) matches We also have the Indiana Jones series. Freaked well, yeah, a lot of people that out. fucking the face, face melt. Yeah, and the heart being ripped out in Temple of Doom. Yeah, I mean Poltergeist is not here because it's a, a it's horror a horror movie, movie. But that face melting definitely stuck with me as a kid, dude. Yeah. Now I watch and I'm like, this looks 
ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does look a little silly. But it's it, a head on top it, of a head. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it terrified me as a kid. Mm-hmm. We got Jumanji, one I was also scared of as a kid. That's another movie where you said the witches kind of felt dangerous. This is one that feels dangerous to me, Jumanji. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's just there's no control over anything in that movie, and you're just at the whim of this evil fucking board game. To the point, that movie freaked me out to the point where I think a friend of mine had the board game Jumanji and I, the idea of actually playing it was, even though I knew stuff's not going to come out of the board game, there still was that. That was your Ouija board? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Ouija boards I was fine with. But for some reason, Jumanji, no. Labyrinth was scaring people too. Makes sense. That's There's a, a lot bulge. of puppets in that. And, yeah, and David Bowie's dick it's so big and just right there <laughs> it's very intimidating yeah in nine hours and 23 minutes you'll be mine <laughs> next one is one i've never seen i'm familiar with like i've heard of it but and now i kind of want to watch it because it looks kind of cool it looks it looks real trippy uh, the entire movie is on YouTube and the top comment is just someone like, I'm so baked right now. <laughs> it's a Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, which is an 80s animated film. It is a, I think it's the first major animated film to be done by both Japanese and American animators and mm. filmmakers. I was reading the Wikipedia about this and it went through production hell pretty much. It was a, because this is an adaptation of an old comic strip that was, it ran for like 20 years. I think it started in like 1908 or something ridiculous, but we're like early 20th century comic strip. And it was a surreal, weird comic strip too. So they're trying to adapt this 20 some year series into a movie and no one can agree on anything. Ray Bradbury's involved at a point and wrote, like, I think he was directing at some point. Like, I know Miyazaki was involved and then quit. Brad Bird was involved and quit. Wow. George Lucas turned it down. It just, you read that Wikipedia and it's just a name of, I don't know, everyone in Hollywood who at some point either worked on it or just turned it down. Um, so I guess the final product, if reviews are to be trusted, is it's kind of a mess, but it looks cool. Oh, okay. Which sometimes that's kind of what I want. I mean, the clip we watched uh, mentioned Nightmare Land. That yeah, that's scary. the thing that scares everyone is Nightmare Land. I get it. Yeah, because it's he's kind of it's like Chernabog vibes from Fantasia, mm-hmm. and oh, there's one Chernabog I'm from Fantasia. I'm surprised yeah. that didn't show up. Maybe if it did, I missed Fantasia. it. I loved Fantasia as a kid. That was one of my favorites. It's weird, like that Chernabog and all that fine i loved it i was fine with chernabog but for some reason there's i'm thinking of there's a scene in mr mom where there's a he has he's vacuuming and a blanket gets stuck in the vacuum and all the kids are screaming and for some reason that was scary to me little monsters is up next our favorite which is a fucking shithouse movie it's so bad we've We've, seen it too many times we've seen it twice in the past (laughs) year or two and i don't it's think i ever like have to watch that movie again. it is like a car crash we can't stop watching oh no we're but now we're done yeah, yeah now we're good the dust is settled and we're done we're walking away from the wreckage this is a movie where howie mandel plays the worst character wow 
Ow! Baseball cards! I don't love baseball cards! Got them, got them, need them, got them, got them, got them, need them, got them, need them, need them, got them, got them, got them, got them, need them. He... It was. It's written by the guys who wrote Aladdin, and so this movie is kind of their trial run of the <laughs> blue, fantastical sidekick figure that fixes everything in someone's life. How or he ruins or everything. ruins everything, depending on how you look at it. Maurice is a dick. Maurice sucks. Yeah, it's Howie Mandel and doing so something. Fucking uh, what's his face? Oh, Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sucks too. Yeah, like, Fred Savage is in, in it, in and. Yeah. So is Daniel Stern playing his dad, which is weird because it's basically the character in the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah. Because Daniel Stern does the voice, the yeah, the voice older version of Kevin Arnold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, I guess the part where the kid's head gets punched off by uh, what's his face, Snick, uh huh, whose actor recently passed, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I guess the Snick was Snick. Snick was scary. So was Boy. Boy is oh, terrifying. Boy is when I am like, this is the movie I want. Yeah, at the very end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Monsters, Inc., the beginning, apparently. Because that, yeah, I, I vaguely remember the beginning of that. Because I've only seen it once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, the beginning is before you realize that the monsters are scaring kids because they use screams for energy. And so it's played as kind of genuinely scary and where this monster comes out and scares the kid and lots of screaming, lots of loud noises. I don't really remember much else about it besides that. Hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Yeah. It's got some creepy stuff. That freaked me out a little too, especially the beginning because the the setup of it is so fucking weird. Yeah. And I think the professor also scared me. Yes. He was so mean and mm-hmm. yeah. And just opening up his head and poking around at his brain and stuff and he's also basically making a sex bot for himself <laughs> during the course of that movie the beginning where it's the um clown with the tearaway face is terrifying and the the thing hiding under the stairs i am the one hiding under your stairs fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair just that whole that whole opening song is very creepy i think that's i just, love that opening song, it's though. it's so good i as much as that movie is, I think, a bit oversaturated now, especially around Halloween time, it's fucking sure. everywhere. And it's, I think it unfairly gets associated with kind of the hot topic goth uh, aesthetic that we all like to make fun of. But it's a really good movie. It's solid. It's, and it's a, like a nice breezy 80 minutes or something. Yeah, it's a tight Maybe script. Less. It's tight it, as hell. Yeah, it, I, I like that It's movie a good movie. A lot. The music is great. I listen to that soundtrack every year on Halloween. Shark Boy and Lava Girl is next. <laughs> Boy, did that clip. Yeah, I was I was very curious to watch you watch this completely out of context. George Lopez robot? Oh, yeah, what the fuck? I'm Mr. Electric. Why are you bringing misery to our planet? You're supposed to be running it. You're supposed to be running it. I am running it. Right into the ground. I don't remember the plot of this, so I was enjoying just having that come back to me and not being able to explain at all (laughs) what was happening and why there's a third kid running around with Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I don't know. It's just some kid. The title is Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Who's this kid? Fucking Pants Boy? That's the title. That whole (laughs) sentence. (laughs) Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Who's this kid? Pants Boy? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
And what? Uh, Shark Boy is Taylor Lautner? Yeah, Jacob from Twilight. I had no idea. Yeah. Rocking a very spiky haircut that oh, young yeah. me can appreciate. Yeah. These Scooby-Doo movie series, live and animated. Mm. Apparently we just is... watched the live one. Yeah, I could see how it's scary to kids. That ghost in the beginning where it's that clown thing. Mm. He's flying around. I don't know. There's a lot of weird CGI in those two. The animated movie, I, I've never seen I've never the seen animated. Them, but everyone fucking loves Zombie Island. That's everyone, the one by, yeah, yeah Zombie Island Yeah, that's the clip Island I watched, but uh, in, in Trick or Treat, Mr. Krieg, is, he's like flipping through the channels and they have it on there. <laughs> really? Yeah, because in uh, my kill count, all the comments were like, oh my God, Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. I was like, I didn't even Holy realize. Holy shit. Yeah, people fucking love it, dude. Weird. Okay, maybe we'll watch it. Yeah, apparently it's supposed to be like legit good. Yeah. By the way, Matthew Lillard is my shaggy. Hashtag, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag not my shaggy. Yeah, that Aww. sucks. That's, I like Will Forte. I like Will Forte too, and that's why it sucks even more. Yeah. It's not great. Small Soldiers is next, and we just watched this. We just this. watched this for a commentary track mm-hmm. uh, for Practical Folks. This was a movie that, did it come out after Toy Story? I think it was 96. Maybe. Okay, so I could see, because they also were doing, it was either Burger King or McDonald's had toys for Small Soldiers, so I bet so many parents thought this was a movie for kids and took their kids, and it is not a movie it's, for kids. I mean, kids. It's, maybe it's Joe Dante. It's Gremlins, <laughs> you know? It's true, it is ambiguous. I forgot it's that, that it's ambiguous, Joe Dante. Yeah, yeah. He, had, he had those small soldiers all around his house. When you interviewed him, did you talk about Yeah, I mentioned you it. You mentioned for so sure, much. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. The scene that that everyone who wrote this movie in referenced is the scene with the Barbie dolls where they're tying up Kirsten Dunst and Oh, is that when you get the fucking ridiculous uh baton death march reference? You got <laughs> spirited away, the parents turning into pigs everything in that movie i was gonna say i feel like everything in that movie miyazaki's uh like his movies are great because they all are a little freaky yeah they're creepy (laughs) they're all scary yeah spy kids i never watched them dude everyone says it's good and that i look like uh uh what's his face from him Alan Cumming. Yeah, everyone says I look like Alan Cumming from Spy Kids. That would be an obscure, weird cosplay to do. I could be a thumb thumb. I could make a big thumb cosplay. Oh, God, those thumb thumbs were fucking weird. And the thumb thumbs are the thing that people wrote in. Was it the thumb thumbs or the Fooglies who were also in the scene? All of them. All of these weird little critters running around. Yeah, I just watched that clip and I was disgusted. So the the plot of Spy Kids, which I I also saw in theaters, and I was shocked to realize has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) I didn't realize it's actually a good movie i just remember it being really weird <laughs> but the the basic plot is that you have this children's show host who's alan cumming who kidnaps agents from this spy agency and turns them into his fooglies why did you watch that show because it's cool. And the one in that clip that I showed you, or the main agent that gets kidnapped, is Mike Judge. <laughs> As in Beavis and Butthead, Office, Office space. space Mike Judge. Yeah. Great. Love it. But yeah, and then there's Thumb Thumbs, Ugh, which are. They just make me feel very they're, they're Imagine a person, but their head's a thumb, their arms are thumbs, and their legs are thumbs. Yep. It's the Thumb Thumbs. That's the Thumb Thumbs. Yep. 
Last on this list of this second tier is the Dark Crystal. I get why that would be a scary movie. Yeah, I know. It's, bo- it's the most boring, it's, joyless movie I've ever seen. I have to agree. It looks amazing. Yep. Puppetry's great, mm-hmm. but wow, is it a joyless slog it of a movie. It is a slog of a fucking yeah. movie. Crack one joke. Yeah. Have one smile. Yeah, it's... Ugh, it's so serious. It's, yeah, I, it's not my favorite. No fucking thank you. Labyrinth Far and Away is yeah. a better movie. Than- and Labyrinth's not even like... When Bowie's not on screen, I start to get antsy. True, I, you know? I start to get a little... Yeah, <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't care as much. Yeah. But it's still... You've got a human actor to ground things. Yes. And... You have cute little puppets, like that little caterpillar is cute. <laughs> um, Dark Crystal is just a bunch of nasty ass looking puppets. Yeah. And the, even the good puppets are a little freaky looking too. I don't like them. Hey, it's Chelsea. Gonna take a break really quick to talk about our sponsor, Eero. Eero is a Wi Fi router that allows you several points of access throughout your home to your Wi-Fi. And normally this is something you find in an office. It's usually pretty expensive, but Eero is the first consumer version of this. I'm very excited to have it, especially since James and I both work from home. It basically makes it so that you don't have weird patchy Wi-Fi. Like if, you know, everyone's got that corner of their living room or bedroom or whatever that for some reason the Wi-Fi is just not getting to, but this prevents all that. It's designed to provide simple security too that defends all your devices against malware, spyware, phishing, unsuitable content. You can place blockers through Eero. So if you, maybe you listen to Dead Meat, but uh, you don't want your kids to listen to it, you can block us on your internet if you want. <laughs> if you want to do that through Eero, there is a way to do that. They offer ad blocking, VPN protection from encrypt.me, antivirus software from Malwarebytes, password management. All you need to set it up is an internet connection. It just replaces the router you already have. It sits on a flat surface, plugs in with a power adapter, and that's it. Really simple setup. And again, this is something you typically only find in an office, and it's really, really expensive and annoying to set up, really difficult to set up. But this lets you manage a network, an office quality network at your home from the palm of your hand. So there's an app, which is awesome, and you'll know how many devices are connected at a time, and you'll be able to see the internet speed that you're getting from your provider. And there's really good customer support too. That's always very important, especially where internet is concerned, because you never know. So never think about Wi-Fi again. If you want to try Eero, you can get $100, $100 off the Eero base unit and two beacons and a year of Eero Plus. If you visit Eero.com, that's E-E-R-O.com slash deadmeat and enter the promo code deadmeat. So our next tier is the, these are specific characters that people are scared of. We've got Barney, just straight up Barney the purple dinosaur. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I he never freaked me out, but yeah, I could he's see a why. Dinosaur. He's big. I don't know. Yeah, but that's for hugs. That's true. That's kind of why he's scary though, is he's saying I love you, you love me, like do I, I never yet yeah, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I never said yeah. that. Bear in the big blue house, something I was too old for, but 
I can see his neck scares me. His, yeah. I feel like his neck is, an, it could like, he'll be standing up and, and then. And he can lunge at you. Yeah. And it's then like your head's bird. in his I think there, it's the same style of puppet as a big bird where it's the hand up mm. and it could just, yeah, like lunge at you. I don't like grab it. you. And it's just, uh, yeah, the puppets in that. I think the moon is kind of scary looking too. But that show, I actually feel like is very sweet. And is it? Yeah, it's not supposed to be scary looking at all. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. I think something that's supposed to be scary, but that scared me too. Everything on that show, I think, is supposed to be Everything scary. is terrifying There are things that, that are like legit scary. There's an episode of that show. It might actually be the first episode of it that I saw as a kid, and I, I didn't watch that show again for so long. <laughs> it was the one where there's this weird chicken, and it's like the the eggs that are all gross looking, and I don't even remember specific details of it. But I just remember one with this scary chicken that, oh, I know that show freaked me out. Also, they might be giant song about it. Really? Yeah. About it's courage. Like, yeah, it's like Eustace, Mario, oh, yeah. somebody's at the door. Dinosaurs, the TV show. The show we were just talking about on another podcast, Neon Brainiacs. Oh, yeah. Keep an ear out for that episode coming out. <laughs> we were just talking about that show and how... It ends with their extinction. Yeah, the end of that show is the dinosaurs go extinct. And also, it's nuts that that was a primetime television show. That would never be a TV show now, let alone primetime. Like... Network television. Yeah. <laughs> TGIF, honey. Let's go watch these blue... Blue-collar blue collar dinosaurs. Not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. You do that one more time and I'm going to throw you across the room. Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Multiple emails about Kermit the Frog. And okay. I don't He's understand. He's like the mil- most milquetoast I know, friendly character. But apparently according to these emails I got, it's just the way he's so floppy mm. and his limbs are floppy and he's... Just, yeah, I think it's just something okay. off about the way he moves and his limbs are just so dead looking. Like, you know. Also, I always want better for him. He's just, you know, he was in that toxic oh, relationship. I love Kermit. If I I think Kermit is the one of the fictional characters I feel like a lot of kinship with. I don't know. I just vibe with him personality-wise. Isn't he kind of like the same kind of just like bland main character like mickey no, mouse no he's i kermit's better than mickey mouse oh kermit because kermit gets flustered and he he doesn't have a short fuse but he gets easily frustrated and he's just constantly overwrought yeah and he's he's a lot more neurotic than mickey mouse <laughs> yeah mickey mouse is boring he's highly- donald duck if, out of if i had to pick out of the big original disney characters donald duck is the best he's my favorite because you know what? Donald Duck just, he just wants to have a nice day. Like he wants to have a picnic by himself or go sunbathing <laughs> or whatever the fuck he's doing in a particular episode. And then either chipmunks or like bees <laughs> or something. At, they got to come ruin his day. And I empathize with that. <laughs> he just wants to spend quality time by himself with no pants on. <laughs> uh, Muppets in general. Next sure. on my list. Uh, people are very afraid of Muppets. Mr. Meaty. Mr. Meaty, which I've I had never, never heard, heard of. of. Well, I think it was like 2006. Yeah, I wasn't Nickelodeon. watching Nickelodeon at that point. Yeah. But I watched clips of it and it's creepy. It's creepy as fuck. We watched the clip where like they deep fry their own hands. Yeah. For, at first by accident and then on show, purpose. Yeah, it's these show with puppets that work in a fast food joint. And I, I don't know. I like 
the idea of it. And I like the grossness of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was watching it thinking like, okay, I yeah, could be I done with this as a sure. show. Yeah, but it's, yeah, all these characters are nasty looking. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob. Lots of different SpongeBob episodes that people were afraid of. One that came up a lot was the episode where Squidward is time traveling. The one a where he's future. like, future. And he ends up in that void. No more. I may finally have found a place where I can be all good existential fear i, I like that. like seeing that and the hash slinging slasher episode mm-hmm. which i think is the one that ends with nosferatu flicking the light switch on nosferatu yeah yeah teletubbies their vacuum cleaner specifically is, is freaking a lot of you out <laughs> i don't know what new new do to you guys it's just new new I don't know. I guess I could see Teletubbies being scary, but they seem... They're a little creepy. They're creepy, but they're so harmless. They're just big babies who have the, a baby in the sun that talks. Or doesn't talk. It just makes baby sounds. Every time you talk about Teletubbies, you reveal a new thing to me that I'm just like, what the fuck is that show? Tubby <laughs> Custard It's and wild. Yeah, my sister watched it, mm. and I was like too old to watch it, but I still watched it anyway. <laughs> I don't know, man. Teletubbies is interesting. I was I, literally after we recorded that one episode of the podcast where we talked about Teletubbies for a bit, I went on this weird Wikipedia rabbit hole learning about Teletubbies, and it was so interesting. Like the shit that those actors all went through when that show got so famous. And mm. I think fucking, uh, who was freak? Was it Jerry Falwell who was freaking out about Tinky Winky being gay? It was one of those big evangelist personalities right, yeah. or pat buchanan or something pat robertson or pat robertson yeah. i'm sorry not pat buchanan yeah um <laughs> either way freaking out about the teletubbies turning the kids gay <laughs> and they're just these actors who had no idea this show was gonna get that big and it was just a gig that they took for some money <laughs> wild wild stuff thomas the tank engine i can get yeah, it's a face stuck on top of a fucking yeah. tent. That scares me just because I'm like move either. They're that show is a weird like the trains and stuff will move, but their faces they kind of switch between shots, so they'll have like one expression that's oh, really? static. And I never year. watched it. I did. I, I watched like the old. That. I think maybe now it's all CG, but I watched yeah. the old one. Yeah, the music video for Thriller. Free, that scared me as a kid. The, yeah, the end where he turns around and his eyes are still all scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The Vincent Price <laughs> monologue also is what a lot of people answered. Yeah. It's a creepy monologue. It's a creepy monologue with a creepy voice. Yeah. See, we can still like Thriller because Vincent Price is in it. <laughs> <laughs> and Wallace and Gromit. Oh. I also, I, I loved Wallace and Gromit growing up i told you this but i had a wallace and gromit alarm clock during elementary school that every morning when i got up for school it would go off and it would say morning gromit time for walkies and you had to press one of his slippers to turn it off (laughs) i loved that i i've thought about buying um an old one of those on ebay before just to have one again because that's that's what you do when you turn 30 and you have disposable income you start buying shit from your childhood (laughs) reference all of the jurassic park toys on the set (laughs) But specifically the thing that scared me, and I think if 
you talk to people who watched the show growing up would agree with me is the penguin that shows up in like the third episode who have you seen this before the no. penguin we should oh, watch yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we yeah. should watch that episode though because it's legit scary mm-hmm. i think it qualifies as a horror short <laughs> for sure it's this penguin who shows up who's like who's an established criminal and is in disguise <laughs> by he puts a glove on his head so that he looks like a rooster that's right and this penguin man it has the deadest eyes and <laughs> he is out for blood I don't know something. Yeah, I think it's just the dead eyes, and you know that he's he would kill you if he needed to. Here's my pick for underrated scary thing. This is a an episode of Ghost Rider, which if none of you remember it. I got a few emails about it though, and just felt so seen. Um, it was a show on PBS that was about a. It was a ghost that would help kids solve mysteries by he would like fly around and he could highlight letters and stuff and he could also type stuff on computers and things mm. and it was kind of a um yeah it was like a detective show um which I loved as a kid I had ghostwriter books and stuff and it taught you how to be an amateur detective and stuff but this episode of Ghostwriter which I learned is the series finale oh fuck <laughs> which I love that this was the series finale. Had this monster in it called Gooey Gus. I'm burning mad. I'm stealing mad. Who was a purple doll that one of the kids had that would spit up this purple slimy shit that you could take him, you could chew it, and it would turn into great bubble gum. And it like one of the kids starts writing a story about it and stuff in the story starts happening. So they, they try to kill the doll and they dump water on it, but it makes him turn life size. And he just starts like cackling. And he's like, are you laughing at me? Laughing at me? You laughing at me? And that's the end of one episode. It's like to be continued where this thing is about to murder these kids on a rooftop. Um, the monster gooey guz apparently was designed by tom savini i had no so idea funny. i love that it looks like jason it, it looks does like, it looks like, like a melt yeah all, yeah mm-hmm. melty it's like a purple jason purple jason wearing a leather jacket and someone <laughs> I, I was reading something about it and someone's like you know tom savini designed it because it's wearing a leather jacket <laughs> 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 yeah that shit's scary i guarantee any clip of it i put in this is gonna look like garbage because i haven't seen any good uploads of it but i'm gonna try so there's gooey gus okay so this is a category of ones that make no like they don't make any sense but they make perfect sense at the same time innocuous things that are not supposed to be scary that people are terrified by some of these sent in multiple times like this first one anti-piracy ads and fbi warnings i get it yeah i think it's the absolute dead silence that comes with the fbi warning and it's just this text about how you're gonna get arrested if you do anything bad (laughs) it's scary there was a oh my god this is probably the most embarrassing thing that i was afraid of as a kid this is when i was saving for this oh god when i was a kid my mom had richard simmons vhs tapes <laughs> like every mom did in the 90s and i like to just watch them i would i would do the dances along with it but sometimes i just liked having them on so i had sweat into the oldies one and two sweat into the oldies two had a fbi piracy warning that was a 
it was like old footage of a courtroom and this person being sentenced for copying a VHS. It's like badly dubbed. Like, did you copy this tape of Richard Simmons sweat into the oldies too? And there's like footage of the person's mom is like crying and this guy's, <laughs> it's like, it's super high drama. And then it cuts to this newspaper of the guy being sentenced. And there's a super scary picture of a guy in the newspaper. And man, that freaked me out to the point where I randomly remembered it a couple months ago and I was scared to Google it even though I knew it wasn't going to be scary because it's a stupid FBI warning did you find it I did yeah I'm going to put the clip in did you or did you not copy sweat to the oldies too well I I did take them away boys Don't even think about copying this videotape. I wonder if anyone else knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) The nightmare nightmare sequence in Apollo 13, which I also get. That was scary to me as a kid. I liked that movie a lot, but it's before he goes to space, Tom Hanks' wife has a nightmare about the cabin depressurizing and Tom Hanks just flies into space like fucking gravity. Yep. Bananas in pajamas, the rat in a hat. Just the rat in the hat? I guess so. Oh. I, but I also, the whole show is kind of freaky. Yeah, they're fucking weird, dude. Yeah, I think the bananas are scarier than the rat in the hat. Rat yeah. in the hat is just the rat in the hat. I don't know why they're chasing after bears and trying to give them hugs. Yeah. Also, I think, I, I mean, I was too old for the show, but yeah, I remember too. like it would come on and I would be like, oh, it's like an animated show because the intro. The intro is animated. But then it'd be giant puppets and I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. It's people in big ass banana costumes. They're all British too. <laughs> Barry the Biscuit Boy. Dude, this ad is awesome. This ad is terrifying. I've never seen it before. I think this is a British food because it's Biscuit (laughs) Boy. His head crumbles, man. Yeah, it's an ad for milk that this little, it's like, Barry the Biscuit Boy. And his parents tell him, don't go swimming outside too long. And he goes swimming and his head crumbles off. No mama warned, don't swim too long. He dips and dunks, what could go wrong? They have to bake him a new one. Yeah, they bake him a new I know, right? That's right? the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Is it even him anymore? But uh, yeah, questions you think about after watching <laughs> the Barry the Biscuit Boy ad. Forte from the Beauty and the Beast Christmas special voiced by Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Yeah, yeah the, the giant, giant talking organ. organ. I could see that. He's pretty. It's Tim Curry. One, he's gigantic. Two, it's Tim Curry. And three, it's weird CGI. Oh, yeah, that's he's right. He's freaky That's looking. right. Yep. Good stuff. Emperor's New Groove, apparently they zoom into Yzma's mouth where she has the spinach stuck between her teeth, which just reminded me of my fear of the Grinch coming at the camera on the animated special. I get it. I understand that one. The Garfield Nine Lives TV special, which I'd never heard of, but I went and watched parts of it, including one very sad segment. It's like, so the whole thing of it is it's all of Garfield's lives as a cat up to present day. It's a Garfield's purpose. Yeah, it really, it is a Garfield's purpose. That's what it is. And one of the lives is very sad. I went and watched it, but it was like, it had a different animation style than the normal. Like you would never know it was like a Garfield associated anything if you just took it out of context. Oh, weird. So I liked that a lot. But the end of this is, is what was very scary to this particular person. It's basically God comes 
how like Garfield and Odie are just in darkness and then there's a spotlight and then God comes out and it's an actual person, not animated, but it's just straight up person with That's a super so deep voice. And then at the end, he so he gives Garfield all of his nine lives back. So he gets nine more lives. And then his eyes turn into, God's eyes turn into weird cat eyes. And he's like, we have to stick together, you know. What Whoa, the fuck? That's crazy. Yup. Crazy shit. No one talks about that shit. It's so scary. <laughs> the I am after robot PSA. Did you watch yeah. that? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Okay. This was a PSA, I believe, in Canada, made by a <laughs> a uh injured veterans association, like amputees. Oh fuck. Yeah. And so it's a a PSA about um, like telling kids not to play reckless. Not to cut like, their arms yeah, off. Yeah, not to get fucked up because they're doing stupid shit. So what it is, it's this robot who is who's flipping around and doing all kinds of cool stuff. And he's all, he's great until he missteps and this robot's arm gets ripped off. But then he gets it attached back on and then says something to the effect of, I am Astar. I am Astar, a robot. I can put my arm back on. You can't. So play safe. End PSA yeah. for children. You can't reattach your wow. arm. Kangaroo Jack. Apparently the kangaroo, there's a fake out where they hit the kangaroo with a car and they think it's dead, but then it's not. And then everyone's like, ah, ah, ah. So it's lots of screaming. <laughs> That's very scary. Who's I looking at in that clip? Anthony Anderson. Uh, and is that Charlie Sheen? I don't remember who's he was in that. calling him Charlie. Isn't that Jerry O'Connell? It is Jerry O'Connell from <laughs> yeah. Scream 2. Yeah, it is. The Look Who's Talking sperm scene. I wrote Look no, Who's Talking the... 2 on accident. But oh, there okay. is it. There is also a sperm scene in Look Who's Talking 2, but the first one I think is the creepier one because it's got Bruce Willis voicing a little sperm that's going up to the egg, and he's like, come on, guys, it's this way. I Let's go. Way. I yeah. know the It is a nightmare. Come on, come on, follow me. I know where I'm going. Come on. The MGM lion. My sister was afraid of the MGM lion too. It's a loud noise. It's a loud noise. Yeah, I think that's. I think a lot of these are just <laughs> yep, loud noises. Michael Jackson again. Moonwalker, his movie, which has a lot of claymation in it, and yep, creepy, creepy, mm. creepy shit. The apparently the the scene on Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Disney World specifically. So this does not exist anymore. You crash into a barn and there's chickens everywhere. Oh, that was, yeah. We don't have that at ours. No, I didn't recognize it. We yeah. do not have that at ours. The Disney World version was different. There also were two tracks, so you could pick which track you want, and they're different. Oh crap! And that's not there anymore. And they got rid of it. Yeah, bastards. I know. I know. It's being a theme park fan, <laughs> James. Everything you love will be taken away by Bob Iger, That's whoever's good in charge. For life. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire, specifically the scene where he puts his face in the cake. <laughs> He's like, <"Bleh." laughs> I mean, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> this I love because it's so fucking specific. This might be my favorite thing. Um, at the end of Muppet Babies, there's so there's the Muppet Babies credits, and there's a production company logo, <laughs> where I don't remember what the production company is, but there's the CGI Spider Man that like crouches over the logo, and it is creepy. Yeah. 
I understood 100% what this person was afraid of and why they were afraid of it. And I laughed so hard because (laughs) it just, it was such a perfect one where I wasn't scared by it as a kid, but watching it, I totally could understand why. Yeah. And like, why the fuck Spider-Man there? I have no idea. You're watching Muppet Babies. Dude, I don't know. The PlayStation 1 and 2 startup noises. I love that. I love that too. Yeah. yeah, Because I get it. THX noise. Similar, yeah. I get it. Just mm-hmm. a big loud noise. It's, just like power. it's very ominous. Yeah. Someone wrote in saying that they accidentally watched only the second VHS of Titanic. <laughs> so just the scary shit with no context. Oh, that's funny. Which I <laughs> yes, that would be traumatizing. Save you a lot of time though. The this also made me laugh very hard. The Young and the Restless <laughs> theme song, which if you <laughs> so my mom watched soap operas when I was growing up and I instantly knew what this person was talking about. The theme for The Young and the Restless is just a bunch of actors in this like white ambiguous space and they kind of fade in and out. It's just a kind of a weird slideshow of hot actors <laughs> that just come in and out and it's just white nothingness and this music. so surprised the x-files theme isn't on here is it because i might have just missed meant to be scary it, maybe i think that maybe that's why i didn't i never watched it. the show it's, but it's supposed to be scary yeah i would hear it on tv and be like nope yeah yeah that music is really scary these are some emails i'm gonna read really quick that i just thought were so like these are just so good i had to include them in holes so this is from um ashley passage uh, my whole family has always watched wrestling. My cousin literally told me the Undertaker was really dead, so I was terrified of the Undertaker and Paul Bearer as a kid, especially Paul Bearer. His voice scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I love that. That <laughs> I mean, that is what the WWF would have you believe that he is a really, he's really undead. It's all real, man. Who's to say it's not? Fucking Triple H on last week's Raw talking about Rick Fleur and shit. They kept breaking kayfabe. Oh, I was getting pissed. That sucks. Yeah. I wasn't I was like half paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> this email killed me. It's so <laughs> so fucking good. This is from Heather Deutsch. Probably a weird one, but as a kid, I was terrified of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Throughout the movie, the main dog's quote-unquote booties, her dog shoes, would fall off and other characters would comment on it. The problem with this for me was that the shoes were the same color as the dog's fur, so every time she would yelp about it, the audience would see where one ended up. Eight-year-old me thought the booties were chunks of her hindquarters flesh that had begun to fall off. It didn't help that this was after she escaped from a dog fighting ring, and it terrified me that this poor dog had just been getting mutilated all movie. Praying this is a judgment-free zone. A decade later, I'm still not surprised. <laughs> like air actually booty that made me laugh so hard so just the idea that this whole movie for kids this dog's feet they're, they're the skin of this dog's feet are just no i think she off. means the the skin of her butt oh that's like right because it's booties yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah 
Oh, it's like her butt's falling there's off. There's this weird butt <laughs> flesh just falling off and getting reattached. Oh, that does remind me that uh, uh, Chance, the dog in Homeward Bound, getting hit by the porcupine quills in the mouth. That scared me a lot as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah. So it was sad. Yeah. I have a hard time differentiating things that are sad and scary. And scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is from Grace Huddock or Hudock. And she says, hey, dead me, I emailed you before chronicling the horrors of Jumanji. Lots of emails about Jumanji. Before my dad called to remind me of the times as a toddler, I was so afraid of Dora the Explorer that I could not watch the show peacefully. It wasn't Dora I was afraid of. It was Swiper, the fox that terrorizes her nonchalantly throughout the series. Apparently, as a child, I was convinced that Swiper would come through the screen a la ring style and swipe me away, as my dad says. To where? My dad says I never clarified. I think I was afraid I'd have to fight a cartoon fox. My babysitter slash dad had to cover him up whenever he was on the TV screen or I would be unable to sit peacefully and enjoy the show. If they missed him and I saw him, it was instant tears until he left the screen. Even when he just popped up in the background behind some bushes, it was game over for me. <laughs> my dad had to be super vigilant and jump up to cover him constantly as I love Dora a lot, despite my fears. <laughs> I love that. That is so- Swiper successfully scared. <laughs> All I could think of was in ninth grade, we watched Romeo and Juliet, the one from the late 60s, I think is what it was. <laughs> And you, oh, with uh, uh, Olivia Hussey. Yes, with Olivia Hussey okay. in it. Yeah, and you see Olivia Hussey's boobs in it. Oh. And I remember that happened, and my teacher grabbed like a manila <laughs> envelope and was just like, oh, like covering them on the screen wherever they went. And that's all I could think of during that, but with Swiper. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's it. You cool. have any other, uh, can you think of any other ones or you just weren't scared of shit as a kid? No, I was scared of stuff. I just can't think. Like, I remember <laughs> I saw Lost World in theaters and when that trailer went over the cliff, I was terrified. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the most prevalent memory I have of being scared, I guess, as a kid. Yeah. I remember um, also something I saw in a theater. AMC used to have a mascot. I don't know if you remember him where he was the guy made out of film strips. Do you remember him from the 90s? He might have even been early 90s, but AMC had this little fucker that was made of film (laughs) strips and he would show up before each movie. And there was one where I think he like tripped and fell and there were just film canisters falling everywhere and it was loud and scary. And I didn't like that guy at all. (laughs) That guy, for some, like I think about him and I get the chills. Hate that little film strip. Yeah, I have to see if I dreamed him or if he was real. Okay. (laughs) So that's that. Yeah. I think I hope that was fun. <laughs> I had fun reliving all of this trauma yeah, together. Feel free to let us know in the comments if there are other things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Next week, I'm going to do, I think we're going to do another movie. Okay. Because the week after, I want to do a more heavy research one. So I want to give myself more time to, to prep. So we'll do a movie next week. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Dead Meat on social media at Dead Meat James on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Carebeck, C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, DeadMeatStore.com. Don't forget, we got new pins. Mm-hmm. They're uh, Let's Get to the Kills pins that I designed myself. Yeah, they look good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anything uh, else? I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear that echo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Until then, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has been the Dead Meat Podcast. Bye.